Welcome back, everybody, to the Thoughts Become Things podcasts. I just want to start off by saying thank you to everybody that tuned in to the previous podcast with Will. It was an absolute pleasure and fantastic listen. I've actually listened to it myself, weirdly, um, and it was fantastic. There was a few technical errors. I, I'm hoping that you can all tell that I've upgraded the quality of sound. Uh, the Wi-Fi was an issue last time. I was actually sat in my house on 4G, not on Wi-Fi. I don't know what happened there. Uh, we had a few technical errors, but we got it done uh, an hour and a half to two hours in. It's only me today. Um, now, I'm going to try and keep the podcast within 30 to 45 minutes. Anybody who knows me knows that that probably won't be the case because I like to chat a lot. Uh, but just basically covering a few basic topics, um, how I started, the knowledge I've gathered, uh, where I'm at now, my recent plans and future plans, etc., etc. Now... I want to first start off by saying that the podcast will be going forward at least once every week. I'm hoping to be joined by various guests. I might do occasional little episodes, you know, little 30-minute ones, even potentially shorter, um, of just me filling in little knowledge gaps and any Q&As I might do on social media. So, yeah, let's get started. The first thing I want to address, as a few people did ask me from the podcast, is how and where did I start? So, basically, ever since I was a young lad, I got drilled into playing football. Um, I actually played football at quite a decent level as well. Um, I played football for various teams, just my junior junior leagues was local. Uh, I'm actually from a place in the UK called Wales, North Wales. Um, and I actually grew up, bloody hell, I moved houses non-stop, but basically in Rill or Abergelly, Um Played for a few different teams, but it basically led me to getting looked at by a few different, different. Um, what's the word I'm looking for now? A few different clubs, basically, a few different academies. Um, and Man City was one. So I was playing at Man City for a good few years between between the age of about eleven to fifteen. Um, now you know it's pretty commonly phrased that people, a lot of people could have been footballers, but they got injured. When unfortunately that gen, genuinely was the case with me. Um, I remember going, I was playing an academy game, I went up for a header, woke up and was in the back of an ambulance and just, yeah, it was, long story short, I had sciatica, um, I must have landed on the top or back of my neck, something like that, and I had sciatica in my hamstring, obviously, and my lower back, so many time I went to sprint, it was just like a horrible pain in my hamstring, uh, that was years ago now, so basically, why am I telling you that, well, through my um, injury, I was having like a rehabilitation, so I'd go in once a week or twice a week and I'd lie down on a bed. They'd put like this, like it looked like a horse saddle. I used to put that on like my lower back slash like glutes, hamstring area. It was dead hot and they used to just like massage it into me. I, don't, I can't really remember, it was weird, I know that. And I used to just hate it. The, the, the woman in there was, used to think I was a proper little wanker, like she used to just proper hate me. Because um, it's uncomfortable, I used to like lie on my belly for like an hour, it used to give me back pain in itself. But. Towards the end, there was, you know, it's a rehabilitation center, so there was like a few different weights and stuff around, and I used to sort of say to her, look, can I, um, you know, can I have a go with them weights? And she was like, if you shut up and just sit still for two minutes, I'll let you have a little go at the end. So I was like, I'm sound. I was like, I'm going to shut up now. And I can't remember. I remember getting like a, a Game Boy or something, I used to just sit and play that, and it was fine from then. But like I so said, I was at the age of like 11 to 15, um, you know, well, that was about 13, 14 when that happened. Um, but it was around the age I started high school, and I'll be honest, like, you know, girls start to notice lads at that age, and, and vice versa. So I'll never forget, there's a Twilight film and, like, Taylor Lautner in it. People what listen to this now are, like, well lost in conversation, but there is a point to it. Promise you. Taylor Lautner in it, like, there's a bit where he, like, cuts his hair and he takes his top off, and it's just, like, mad ripped. I used to think he was massive, like, he's not really that big now, but he was, you know, he was in, he was in good shape. I was like, why well, he's got like an eight pack or something going on and like all the girls are like, oh, he's, he's dead ripped, he looks amazing. So I was like, well, fuck this then. I, I want to look amazing. Like, I was like, my football's gone to shit. Let's just look good. So, um, yeah, I, I was picking up weights and they started basically bicep curling for about 82 sets and about 463 reps. And I just ended up having maybe like a, a few decent arms. Like that, that was literally it. Maybe an occasional a shoulder workout or something, but no legs involved there. But then, long story short, that then got me to. That was it. I finished therapy at the age of fifteen. So when that finished, I thought, well, you know, I've started lifting weights now, and 
I sort of fucked football off after getting injured. Obviously, my head wasn't in it. I t- tried to play for a few other academies that were like from you know Welsh Premier, and I just wasn't into it. Felt like I'd fell behind. So I started lifting weights at that point. Went to a gym in real called DL Fitness, and to be fair, there was just blokes in there that were just. Back then, they were massive. They looked like someone out of a, of, of a comic. But looking back now, they were just, they were just knobheads. To be completely honest, not all of them. Some of them were like really nice, genuine blokes. But like some of them were just juiced up to the girls, and just didn't know what they were doing. Like to the point where I used to like use like two to four kilogram weights. I used to use them for like my, I don't even know what I was using for bicep curls because I was just absolutely just could not lift the weight at all. And they were using them for like the delts, like the rear delts, which was just hilarious. But they used to just steal the weights off me. Yeah, it was actually embarrassing. Um, so yeah, I started there, DL Fitness. And that is when I was around all these big lads, and I mean huge, huge lads that were like bodybuilding, you know, doing st- like getting on stage. So that was like my first induction to a, to a gym, really. It was quite intimidating, but you know, I wouldn't have had it any other way. So I basically then got, you know, I was looking into bodybuilders at like 16, like Kai Green, if anyone's familiar with him. I used to like put my hood up in the gym, thought I was a bodybuilder. And then I started like searching YouTube, and you had the likes like Steve Cook, he was just an absolute goat, still is just a goat. Uh, you got Christian Guzman. You know, that's when, like, Gymshark and, like, Gymshark was literally, like, starting out then and the logo was literally, like, a, a shark. Like, it just, it was terrible. Obviously, they're doing amazing now, but... Um, yeah, so, that was basically how I got into the gym. I was just doing so many things wrong at that point. I was 16, like, so I had no one really teach me anything. I learned everything myself. You know, it was intimidating. Huge lads in there. Didn't really know what I was doing, but I just cracked on. You know, I was just trying to eat loads of food i was training way too much i'm talking like six seven days a week in the gym still training like arms pretty much every day barely did any legs just like oh to be fair i never did like chest and arms though i did back was like my thing i used to love training back after watching like car green but i just wasn't training efficiently effectively and probably where a lot of listeners maybe are at their point right now um, granted I was 16 so I've, I've had a lot of time to correct that but that does not matter now if you are at an age uh, age literally does not really matter obviously it's just the fact that I got into it at 16 whereas some people might be you know 24 some people might be 32 you know whatever age doesn't matter you might be at that point right now um, so yeah I think I can't remember my weight even it was like 10 11 stone somewhere around there so anyway fast forward from then that was when I was like 16 Take fast forward to like maybe when I was like 20, 22, so four, four or five years in. Um, I definitely learned quite a lot in this time, like say from watching the likes of Kai Green, Ben Pakulski, and people like that. I sort of had an idea of what bodybuilding was, uh, and I thought I knew a lot at this point, um, but I hadn't really discovered the best approach uh, to training, I'll be honest with you. Um, whereas in the past maybe three to four years, so I'm 24 now, so this would have been, there's a slight overlay, maybe when I was like 20, 21, 20, especially around 21, 22, I started really discovering how to train. That is where my progress really started to stem from, from the age of about 21, um, and, or 24 now, 25 in a couple of months, so what, four years? I like I've really, really been following the best approach, in my opinion, which is um, basically it's a high intensity, low volume, um obviously depending on how you train what you can recover from it's all it, it's all person specific uh, for me i found that basically training in a high intensity and low volume approach definitely fits my physique better whereas prior to that, i was watching a lot of bodybuilders and i think a common misconception is which i did mention on the podcast previously with will is that if you are someone now who is looking at your, you know, your favourite celebrity or your favourite physique guy or a girl who's got amazing glutes and, you know, if you're looking at them now and what they're doing now, it might not have been what they did to get them there. I don't know if I worded that right, hold on. If you're looking at someone now and that's what you want to look like, you need to be looking at what they did to get there, not what they are doing now, unless it is, like, more or less the same, which might be the case but might not. So like a lot of bodybuilders I was watching are doing like a lot of like pump work, a lot of intensity sets. Why? It's because they can. They've reached the point where they're lifting such heavy weights that their body requires you know a more intense training system. They're still training hard and heavy, but it gets to a point where risk and reward. And it's the same sort of it with women. If you know if someone's got really nice big glutes and that's what you're after in a small waist, odds are they probably didn't just get there from doing a you know like you know just a glute band. They probably squatted some heavy weight or leg press some heavy weight or you know, they've progressed lifts. So where I'm going with that is, that was where I learned my knowledge. It was around, from when I was about 21. 
Uh, some great influences there. I, I follow like a DC approach, which is called dog crap, dog crap training. Uh, lots of, of like Jordan Peters. Um, just that sort of low volume, high intensity style, getting strong. It, it, it definitely has worked. So that's what I'd advocate to a lot of my sort of clients now is get strong. Don't don't like take the piss with sort of the weights you're doing. If you're going in the gym just throwing weights and you, you can't contract that working muscle, you, you, you're literally just training one like stupidly like you're probably going to get injured and you're probably looking at more of a powerlifting approach whereas i've obviously gone down like a bodybuilding approach which is now you know it's it's helped me and my business in terms of being an online coach because people want to change their physique which is bodybuilders are the most efficient people at doing that not everyone wants to get on stage in a little pair of trunks you know i know that but at the end of the day bodybuilders are changing their physique day in day out like they're off season they're gaining mass they come to a showtime or, or prep you know that they're losing all that fat and they're the most efficient at doing it they're losing all this excess fat while trying to attain as much muscle as possible like that's that's it's not hard but it's more difficult than just wanting to lose fat and not really caring if you lose muscle do you know what i mean so they're the most efficient at doing it so there are a lot of notes to be taken from bodybuilders uh, it's just the way it is um so yeah going off on a tangent as per usual that's where i'm at now and that's when i really started hammering home with the knowledge when i was around 21 and then going forward, um, at that age, I also got my PT qualifications. Um, didn't really do much of them, to be honest. I was just fucking around and like retail and just doing shit, boring jobs. I just did not like doing. I don't really know why. I just, I don't know. I just never pursued it, really. I think in my head, I wanted to be like huge and be this big bodybuilder and get on stage and like have all this behind me before I could go and really be you know established if you will when in actual fact i just should have documented it at that time but obviously hindsight is a blessing so we're here now um but yeah so where i'm at right now um currently sat at about 107 to 110 kilograms i've never actually had any time off that gym so from even when i was like 16 i've never really had any extensive time off the gym um the longest time i've ever had off the gym actually came like about last year I don't know if many, some people know, some people don't, but I actually got, I had a hair transplant, um, just purely for the fact that I just wasn't happy with the way my hair was, I just wanted it to be brought forward a little bit, um, any sort of bloke that is experiencing like receding hairlines or whatever knows it just ages your face like drastically, um, on top of going to the gym and testosterone being high, that together is just, that for, for me, just ages you massively, so I, when I got that done, um, and I actually ended up having, or I was meant to have like three to six months off the gym. And I was like, I knew it was going to be rough, but I thought, fucking hell, like I'm going to lose a considerable amount of muscle during this time. So this is going to be a shameless plug now, not that he's ever going to listen to it, but I actually messaged someone called Mike Thurston. Now, if you don't know who that is, get on social media and go and check him out. He's, I say he's got like a million followers. Absolutely insane, dude. One of the best times I've ever seen. He's also had a hair transplant. Now, it was great to speak to him because he's a social media icon for one. He's a good-looking bloke, and he's into fitness. So I was like, well, I, you know, I was trying to reach out. To, I don't really know many people that have had a hair transplant for a start, and even if I did, not many of them were like, wanted, were training like me or wanted to be, you know, a bodybuilder or a physique athlete, which he is or was, uh, or well, at least looks after his physique and, and looks like one in my opinion. So I got onto him, and he actually messaged me back, and he was like, mate, fuck that. And he was like... Yeah, I think he had like a month or a couple of weeks off. I can't remember, but he definitely didn't have three to six months off. So I thought, oh, fuck it, if Mark's not doing it, I'm not doing it. So, um, yeah, I think he gave it like two, three months. And then just thought, fuck this. And what, where I'm going with that is that was the longest I've had off the gym, guys. Like, two to three months. Like, that literally was it. Um, that was like last year sometime. And then fast forward now, obviously, COVID's hit. I ended up having to have another four months off because I actually got COVID in February. And like, I was under the impression that COVID was just fucking, COVID was not really that bad, to be honest, I'll be completely honest with you. Now, I got COVID in February, guys. Obviously, I when COVID hit, I lost my job, so I needed the job desperately. So I actually started working at a COVID testing site. Now, when I was working at the COVID testing site, I um, fucking hell, I got COVID, basically. Um Within a month of me being there, I got COVID. People are like, might not come from there, though. I mean, at this point, COVID's been around for like 10 months. And I was like, I haven't got COVID. And I was there for a month and I got COVID. Ironic. Probably not. Um, at least I don't think so. So, yeah, that that 
I had to have four months off the gym and I was ill as fuck. And like, I'll be honest with you now, people might have seen my post from the other day, if, if people are listening from my Instagram, that, um, yeah, I got I got COVID and for the first two, three weeks, I had the infection period. It was quite bad. I was never admitted to hospital, but I did sort of have this lump in my throat. Like, and I, like when you're going to cry, that lump in your throat, I had that. And it felt like it was expanding slowly. And I generally thought I couldn't breathe. So I went to A&E and they did, they noted a few things. Like oxygen levels were quite low, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, I was all right, got sent home, wasn't admitted. But they give me like something called doxycycline or cycling, whatever, antibiotics, took them. It helped slightly. Two weeks later, I went to the gym. Oh, I didn't go to the gym because I was shut. I, I went to, I'll just say a facility. I'd used to the gym and it just fucked me. I was like in bed for time. So fast forward again to right now. I'm currently, it's been, what are we in? Uh, July, so February. So it's been a good few months now and I still suffer now. I call it like long COVID. And I put on my post when I was seeing from the other day that long COVID is definitely fucking a thing like it, it it honestly i cannot believe how much it has flipped my life upside down now i'm not going to spend too long going on about long covid because it's not what the podcast is for but it's just a it has massively made a hindrance and what where i'm going is if you're a client or a potential client or just somebody wants to casually listen to this about kind of start the gym you literally have like no excuse to not go to the gym because i like i say i've been suffering for months and like what people don't see obviously is what happens behind closed doors. So, you know, I started training again. It, I was off for probably, I had like four months off the gym, which was the longest time I'd ever had off the gym. And it was getting to the point where I'd walk down the road to the shop, 20 minutes, I was fucked. I couldn't, my heart rate would spike, my sleep and everything was shit. Uh, still have issues with a lot of things now, to be completely honest, but it's not as bad and I'm hoping it progresses that way. I'm still having various tests done a lot. But back to my point of people having issues or excuses like i have now pushed it to the point where i should not be pushing it but i can't not be off the gym for longer than four months like it was the worst my physique had ever been luckily i've bounced back pretty well to be fair but you know there's no reason if you think you're at a point now where i'll just put it off i'll put it off i'll put it off like why that's just no point like if you want to get fitter change your physique or you know just be a better person then you know stop being lazy man like just just crack on just get to i'm not saying you're not you don't have to come to me to be a coach it's not what i'm saying at all you know invest in a coach near you or invest in a different coach you know ideally yeah pick me like but go to someone else or just start like because since getting here like i was four months off the gym and like i remember i walked into the gym it was a carbon bay gym it was actually one gym that i pt out of now i walked in after four months off four months off and people are gonna think i'm an absolute weirdo and i just walked to the gym and i just walked in i was like so I inhaled through my nose and I was like, man, I just missed the smell of the gym. Like, I was like, it's four months off. I'm so grateful to just be able to step foot in the gym and, you know, potentially... I went in and, like, you know, I was told a few lads in the gym. I was, I was inclined pressing, like, 140 on a Smith machine, which is, I think, for a nutty bodybuilder, pretty decent, like. Um, and I walked in and I went... And I was just doing nothing, basically. I mean, I mean, I was. I was jumping on machines, but I was lifting fuck all to what I lift. Like, nothing that was going to actually progressively make me any bigger or stronger but i was just happy to be in there and then slowly but surely i built my way back up and probably ran a little bit too you know they say don't uh don't don't run before you can walk and i probably did and it's hindered me a little bit now like my recovery's a bit shit whatever forget all that but where i'm going with that is that was the longest i had off the gym four months and i'm slowly getting back to where i was um so going forward on that i just wanted to make sure that people had a sort of background as to what's been going on with me, how I started, where I'm at right now, and then I'm going to finish off on my future plans and where I'd want to be. Because, you know, people might be listening who don't know me. Uh, people might be listening that do know me, but are thinking, well, he's just started his PT business. Where's he going with it? What's his plans? What does he want to do? Um, my plans for the future, what I'd absolutely love is to, one, have my own business. Well, I sort of have my own business, but expand on my own business for, like, the Train by J Rob's team, to the point where word of mouth is, if you're in my local area, people are like, oh, is that Jay is, is like Robs? And I'll be like, yeah, it's that Jay Robs. Like, that's, that is generally what I'd love. And even just like apparel wear, just like a hoodie, like seeing clients of mine just like out and about and they've just got a t-shirt hoodie on a man and I'm just like, it's just, it'd just be amazing like just to have my name out there in such a high respectful light and people to speak so highly of me via various transformations various experiences um 
So yeah, that that's what I'd want first of all is obviously just to have a great team that sources a great income. Um, just something that I enjoy doing, like just not having to go to work. Like I've worked in like machine, like shift work, machinery, retail, getting spoke to like a dickhead. Just don't want to be doing that anymore. Like it's just not what I want to do. I don't think I'm one of these people that is a. And it's no disrespect to any, anyone that is, because to be honest, it's it's more of a clear path. But like people that have gone to university, like I admire so much because they've just set out what they want to do. Like if you want to be a doctor, you have to go to university to, to obviously get your degree to be a doctor. I just have never really wanted that straight cut path. I've never really wanted that. Like my sister's doing very well for herself. Like, you know, she's been in a job for like, I don't, I don't really know how long, like six, seven years. But she'll just stay there now. And it's not a mock on her because she's absolutely smashing it. But like, she's just going to stay there. Maybe I shouldn't say this, it's not awful. But like, she's happily staying there and good on her because she's got a great income. But, you know, she'll stay there, maybe progress through the ranks. But then that's it then. Like she stayed in that company. And if she moves to another company, maybe... You know, she could get another job, an equal position that pays as well. But obviously, you promote through that ranks and you know then. Whereas with myself, I don't want to just, like, stick somewhere. Like, you know, I remember being in um, Costa. I used to in Costa Coffee. I'd say I make a banging, banging cappuccino if anyone, anyone uh, quizzes me on that. But anyway, like someone said, you know, I started as a barista, then went to a, a barista, maestro, supervisor. Then, like, you want to go to assistant manager and a manager. And people are like, why don't you do I don't want to do that, like... It's just not what I want to do. Like I want to do something I enjoy doing. I want to get out of bed every morning knowing that I've got various messages off my clients and I can't wait to reply to them and like give them my time and my service and like then be happy. Like when I get messages off my clients saying like I'm really seeing results, like I generally fucking thrive on seeing that they are happy and progressing their body. Like I generally it, it, it generally does excite me like and I, and I just fucking love it. So me tangenting on as per usual. I'd love that client base. Secondly, I'd love to own my own gym. Like, I'm not just any shitty gym either. Like, a good gym that's tailored with machines that I would love to have in there. And it's not like a bog-standard commercial gym. Because, I'm sorry to, to put it bluntly, but commercial gyms are just absolutely piss poor. Um, so, yeah, I think that'd be amazing to have my own gym. Um, once I've got all my clients, they'd then start coming over to my own gym. And then just little things from there really just sort of like for example i could have my own little podcast studio in the back of my own gym like that'd be amazing like, i'd love to get various people on the podcasts i'm not going to spoil the guests that i might be having on but i've got some pretty cool guests i think coming on to be fair um you know and they've got a decent following and i think they're quite well respected in the industry and where i'm going with that is i'd sort of love to sort of be one of them people i think you know like if someone wants to go to a certain person if someone wants to get something, you know, I don't really have to say it about spoiling who I'm having on. <laughs> um, you know, basically, if someone wants to do something, there'll be a specific person out there who's good at that, and that's their niche. I sort of want to be like that for the for around here. Like people go, like, oh, you know, I really want to change my physique. I really want to change change my image, and then they'd go, oh well, I know that Jake Rob's like, he'll absolutely smash that for you, not a problem at all. And like, I want them to generally, I want them to just be to the point where I'm just like, can't really take anyone on because. All my clients have vouched for me that I go well above and beyond and I never really ever want to discredit that service. Like I never want to take on like a hundred clients because there's no way I could just give a hundred clients my time and effort. Do you know what I mean? It's just not it's not plausible for one. Um maybe future down the line I could have like a team of coaches where, you know, me and then maybe a few other coaches can can take on different people and then really expand out and then go global with it. It'd be uh, there's loads of ideas that's in my head, but like I say it's just a layer of the cake for now. Um, but I'm glad that I've got them future plans out there and I know where I want to be. Um, it's just one day at a time. And unfortunately, I left it a little bit long. It's not too late. I'm 24, for fuck's sake. But I wasted it a little bit earlier. So at this point now, I sort of had some of that, what I've what I've just pointed out. But it's definitely something to, to work towards. Um, like you say, and I think I'm so hungry right now to get it done that, like you say, podcasts or posting social stuff like that it'll come in time i've got no fucking doubt in my mind that i cannot achieve that there's, there's no way i can't so that's me um pretty much summed up i don't know how long we're on here um but yeah i'm just going to finish off on a few little topics just just a few i'm not you know keep it nice and short um first of all i've sort of discussed it a little bit in my own journey is if you are listening to this right now and you're thinking about getting into the gym. The first thing I would say, 
right? And this is almost me potentially losing business, but I, I hurt myself, to be honest, but I'm so honest. The, the money I do make or the clients I do have, I want them to be like, do you know what? What a genuine fucking guy, like, not fake, no social media bollocks. Just, I am who I am, and it has to be, if you cannot adhere to a plan, then don't bother. And I tell people that to me, if you come to me as a client and go, I do want to be a, I want to get one-to-one by you, I want to be a coach, then, um, sorry, if, if I'm a client and they come to me, I'm sitting in my, I'm sitting in a car recording this, so I've got sound, and I'm literally dripping of sweat because it's that hot. It's like 27 degrees outside. Someone probably thinks I'm dogging, which I don't really know that's possible because it's just me in the car, and the car is steamy as fuck. And I, anyway, if a client comes to me, and they say, Jay, you know, I want to get in shape in that book. You know, I'm a bit sloppy. Blah, blah. And I just know they're not going to adhere to me. Then I sort of say, I don't brush them off and go, forget it. But if I ask them that question and I go, "Can you? Re- will you adhere to this plan? Is it something you really, really want? And they go, uh, I might not be the best fit for them. And I openly tell them that. I might turn away business. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm in a position where I'm earning that much money. I can just turn away people, but... People are going to leave unsatisfied, and that's not what I want. I want people that are going to... I don't mind people that are a little bit off the plan, because people come to me for that all the time, really. You know, if they if they weren't off plan what they were doing, they might not come to me in the first place. So, obviously, I don't mind that, but I'm talking to the point where if your adherence is all out of order, and, you know, I did mention it on my previous podcast, so, Will, you've got a wedding to go to, or all the lads are going to Ibiza, and they want to get all the six back and cut down and get in shape. They'll stick to it because they have a goal. Where if, you've, if you're just coming to me because... Nine times out of ten, if you've come to me, you're either feeling insecure about how you look or you have something planned, e.g. a wedding or you know a holiday, which is great because you've got motivation. And I said this on the podcast previously, I would probably say I cruise about 70-80%, maybe even days where I'm at 50%, but I never really drop my other goal. I never drop it and I always wake up every day knowing that I've got a goal and that's why I've never, never stopped going to the gym, other than obviously the COVID, the hair transplant, whatever. And that's why you'll see a lot of lads that have made progress or a lot of women that have made progress over the years just because they've never really lost sight of their goals. So first of all, if you cannot, if you're listening to me now and you're thinking, you know, like, fucking hell, like, you see me in the gym or you see him in the gym or her in the gym. If you're thinking, well, how the fuck are they, they that big? They're on steroids. They've just never probably stopped going to the gym. Never. And there's not many people I can look at around this area who still look bigger than they were three years ago or two years ago because they probably just stopped and then start again or stop and start again I never really have ever done that and that's why you know steroid accusations which is weirdly in a Q&A a little bit later on people ask that well I'm not I just adhere and be consistent with my programme so that's the first thing I want to point out so if you're listening and you're thinking you know how do I get into the gym like, how do I get results what's the best way to gain muscle Can I tri-? if you cannot adhere to a programme forget all of it that's the first thing you need to have with yourself will you be consistent and will you adhere to your goal Okay. So next to brush to brush over a few simple topics, and I am going to be quick. I'm, I'm going to try and not push this out too far. Dead basic principles, because it's my first sort of solo podcast, and I want to brush over the fundamentals of of what it is I do. So, gaining weight or losing weight, right? The basic principles to this: if you want to gain weight, you need to be in something called a calorie surplus. A calorie surplus basically means it's a fancy way of saying you need to be eating more than your body burns. That's it. That is literally how you add weight. So if you're listening right now, and it's normally, to be fair, it's, I'm not trying to be sexy, but it normally is men that come to me with this problem. They normally feel a bit insecure. They don't. They haven't got much muscle mass. They're probably a bit skinny, fat, and they're like, you know, I haven't got muscle, I'm a bit fat, or they're just skinny and they feel embarrassed at the top off. And it's so common. It's so fucking common. It's a shame. And it, it like I'm like, when people speak to me, I'm like, like, don't be embarrassed, like, we'll sort it out, Let, like, let's get cracking, let's get fucking to it, but I'm not in their boat, and I probably once was, because I was such a young kid, I was naive then, I just wanted to look good for girls, like, it's a bit bit pointless, but I stuck to it and found a niche, I wanted to bodybuild, so, that is gaining weight, you need to be in a calorie surplus, okay, now if you want to lose weight, we need to be something called a calorie deficit, that's a fancy way of saying we need to be eating less calories than our body needs, okay, or uses so people will come to me and often to be fair this is females i'll sort of go you know i sort of want to lose a bit of weight and then i want to tone up 
Obviously, that's the most common thing I get. Probably most coaches do. Now, I'm not going to start diving into all the ins and outs of gaining weight or losing weight because it, we could just chat for hours like me and Will did. I'm just trying to touch the very, very basics, okay? So to gain weight, we need to be in a calorie surplus. If you don't know what that means, just Google calorie surplus. Understand it. Same with a deficit. If you don't understand what a deficit means, just Google that. And go from there. Um, odds are, if you're listening, you know, you're listening because you want to, you know what my podcast is about. My podcast is about, so I'm going to burp. Excuse me. You know what my podcast podcast is about. Um, so, you, you you know, you've got some goal on wanting to educate yourself, or just a casual listen, who knows. But ideally, I'd like to think that people are trying to educate themselves a little bit. So, you know, that's that. I mean, we can't, I don't want to go too in and out with it all. Um, briefly, for example, people that does lifting weight to burn calories. Yeah, of course it does because it's expenditure. Any expenditure spent is you're burning calories. So, you know, if you're in a calorie deficit and you're burning, um, you know, you're carrying a lot of expenditure, then yeah, you're you're going to burn even more calories. Hence why a lot of coaches won't just throw in cardio straight away because it's a tool we'll throw in later on. Uh, but I don't want to dive too deep into that. Um, so yeah, that that's the basics of gaining weight or losing weight because that's definitely the most common thing I get asked. So calorie surplus, calorie deficit. Next question: basic principles of building muscle. Well, you probably it's, there's a word called hypertrophy or hyper, hypertrophy, hypertrophy. Depending on how you want to say it, it's a fancy way of saying building muscle. Okay. Now, obviously, that is my speciality. I love bodybuilding, and bodybuilders have a lot of muscle. So. You know, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people that want to be toned or they just want to lose a bit of fat and just look a bit better, you need more muscle. Nine times out of ten, you need more muscle. And we'll use the analogy on this podcast the other week, on uh, on this podcast the other week, and I've definitely, I'm definitely sealing it. it. It's fantastic. Just because you get in a car and can drive does not instantly make you a Formula One driver. It's just, it, it, it just doesn't. So if you're someone that thinks, oh, you know, I don't want to put too much muscle on, Hold on a minute. Like, fuck me, it's took me like 10 years. It's took Joe Bloggs down the road at least two years, at least six months. If you think you're going to pick weight up and just go massive, keep listening to the podcast. Do a little bit of research on how long it takes to build muscle. I mean, if you're going to go on, if you're going to go on a bollocks and all that, then it's a different story entirely. But nine times out of ten, you're probably not going to do that if you're an average listener. So, the principle of building muscle is. You know, yet again, we could go deep into that, but I don't want to go too deep into it. I'm just covering. We, we we know that to build muscle, we're looking at something called hypertrophy or hypertrophy, which is basically we need, you know, lifting weight to build muscle. Then there's different techniques about building what, building uh, muscle, mechanical tension, metabolic stress, how much volume are we going to gonna do uh, muscle damage intensity mastering our volume if you actually go to my instagram i did a, a post about mastering your own volume um so yeah i mean the principle of building muscle nine times out of ten i would say most people do need more muscle even if you're a, a female listen to this going yeah but i don't want to be massive though yeah but you probably do want bigger glutes you probably do want a defined stomach like you need more muscle it's as simple as that okay um, so we've gone over gaining weight and losing weight or just what it is or you know the basics of it we've gone over sort of building muscle about what hypertrophy is basically just training the muscle obviously creating uh, MPS muscle protein synthesis basically breaking muscle down to build it back stronger okay that that's the principles of, high, of hypertrophy if you don't know just google that word um, next briefly very very briefly again is, is recovery um, now, as I said earlier in the podcast, me when I was a kid, I used to train in the gym like six, seven days a week, and I used to train arms every day. There was no fucking way I was I was recovering from that. Hence, why I probably never actually really grew. Like my arms weren't bigger, of course, but they never went nowhere near as big as I could have been. So recovery is massive. Now, are you sleeping enough? Are you maybe incorporating blue light glasses, uh, blue light blockers? Are you cooling your room down at night? Are you doing too much in the gym? Are you stressed? various factors come into things i'm not going to try and go over it all again because it's basically just covering basic topics but recovery is fucking huge one thing i've massively learned from the age of 21 when i really started understanding how to train how to put on size how to do this blah 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 recovery 
is huge. If you are going to the gym five, six days a week, I don't think you're going to recover from that. It's hard, it's very person-specific, but if you're training to failure, even on remotely, remotely on some of them sets, you can't recover from that. It's impossible. I, I just, I, I personally don't think you can, um, especially if you're natural. If you're assisted, I mean, maybe, but... For me, I rec- if, if you're training to utter failure and you're really, really intense, and I'm talking about people that are in a you know, calorie surplus and they're getting recovery and they're eating the right amount of nutrients, uh, taking all the supplements, blah, blah, blah. Like I just don't think you can recover from it enough. And if you do, I'd love to see if your, your, your numbers are progressing in the gym. Is it doable? I mean, maybe it is, but it's, for, the, for the average person, you're just not going to be able to withstand that amount of muscle trauma and damage and recover from it. It's just not going to happen. Um, and I see it all the time. I see like, you know, females, for example, will train like their legs like four times a week. Like if you just, see, you start on Monday and you do a squat and you, you fail and you can't even get out the hole and your legs are gone. They're going to be sore tomorrow and you know that, but you'll go, I'll go to the gym again anyway because that's just what I need to do to Whoa, stop right there. It, like recovery in that respect is massive. So sometimes doing less is doing more because like say, if your recovery's not on, then you're not going to be able to... Your muscle's just not repairing. Like I say, we're only building... We're only breaking down muscle in the gym. When it comes to recovering, it's all what you're doing outside of the gym, the outside factors. So that's recovery, just briefly. The last thing I'm going to cover... Like I say, these are only very basic topics. They're not anything too advanced. I'm not going about how to enhance recovery, building, you know... It, different intensity techniques to build muscle or when your weight stalls etc etc bell come in favor podcast especially with q a's the last thing i do want to cover though is supplements because people always ask me jay like what supplements do you take lad like you're on protein or like what are you want what like you know what's the best multivitamin or the best fat burner and that listen a supplement is a supplement because it needs to supplement what you are not getting now, i don't want to sound like i'm some sort of wisdom kid but it's sort of common sense it's just not pointed out to people unfortunately they need to be told like i take protein yeah i do whey protein i take that because my protein requirements are like a minimum of like 220 to 240 a day minimum now is it best to get that from pure food 100 percent it is but you know there's seven days in a week and you know there's 24 hours in a day now it's hard for me to cram in 220 grams minimum of just pure lean meat. Like, it's not. It's doable. It's a bit of an excuse. It is doable, but fuck me. Like, I, I wouldn't mind taking, like, you know, an extra 20 to 40 gram bump of whey protein because it just ups my calorie needs. So I'm supplementing my calorie needs, my protein requirement and needs. I'm supplementing to help me reach that target. Now, people that are asking me, do I take a fat burner? Well, let's have a look at it. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a rave a couple of years ago for fucking Holland and Barrett about these ketones. Like, people are taking ketone tablets and they're eating a fucking McDonald's and they're in a calorie surplus. Like, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, there has to be some sort... And this is the thing with the podcast, I'm hoping I get there. It's just purely about education. It's stuff that, to me, is absolute textbook. I know like the back of my hand. But to other people, they don't know. And, like, it, it it's about time that not about time. Fucking hell, there's loads of people that have been spouting it for years and there's hundreds of people that are more educated than me on the matter, but I'm just one source and if it's one person I help every couple of days, weeks, months, years, whatever, then it's at least it's a couple of people that aren't getting spoon-fed the bullshit that's being peddled by ads like Holland and Barrett or these social media bollocks. Like, you do not need to take supplements unless you know you are deficient in certain things. How do we know that, Jake? Well, if you really, really want to know, you can do it. But do you want to go and pay for private blood tests? Like, I do, because I want to perform most optimally at my health, and I'm that serious about it. So I'll pay £160 for a blood test, because it's it's optim- it's optimising my performance, and that's what I base my living off. Now, if you just want to get into the gym, and they're like, do I take vitamin D or not? Like, odds are, yeah, I'd recommend you taking vitamin D, but no one really knows because unless you get a blood test to see if you are deficient in the vitamin D, which if you're in Norway or the UK, probably are. Because I swear, like, the statistics like 70 or 80%. Don't quote me, Google it yourself, but I swear it's like 70 80% of people in the UK are, like, uh, vitamin D deficient. So, yeah, I mean, you probably could supplement with vitamin D, but 
without you really getting blood tests, you won't, you won't know. Whereas I know for a full fact that if I eat 200 grams of protein, I know that if I add a, a, a scoop or two of whey protein, it will bump me to 220 to 240. So in terms of things like that, um, creatine is another one, just a quick one. For example, the body does produce creatine, but in like minimal traces. So by supplementing with creatine, I know that I'm getting more of it. And I know that my creatine is, I say that, I don't know. Well, I do because I've had blood tests done, but you wouldn't know really unless you had blood tests done. But nine times out of 10, creatine, you know, nine times out of 10, you're, um, you're going to be, you're going to benefit from using creatine. So yeah, I mean, in regards to supplements, just to finish off, are supplements um, helpful? Yes, of course they are. But if you're not deficient in something, then you don't need it. So I think that's a, an interesting one for people to to sort of grasp, grasp and get their head around because they just they're just using they're using supplements and they don't even really know why they're using them. They're just using a fat burner because their mate said like you know this fat burner is good, you know. But you know if you're not using it correctly, then it's it's fucking pointless. Like. So, yeah, that's going to wrap up like the, the main subjects and just a basic briefing. I'm on for like 40-odd minutes now. I'll try and wrap it up for under 45. I'm quite impressed with myself, to be honest. Yeah, a lot of ranting and raving. It's just a background on me. I'm not. Maybe some people aren't even arsed. They probably I don't even know if anyone's listening at this point, to be fair. But it's just a background. You know, if I look back in however many episodes of time or someone goes, you know, how did you get started? Then I can just point them back to this episode. It's just one that had to be done. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's still enjoyable and somewhat, uh, knowledgeable but yeah i apologize if it's not you know it's not the most exciting one but i don't know why i went like yorkshire then a weird accent fuck knows um i'm gonna finish off with some like q a's um these i asked on my instagram the other day i'm gonna do because i do want to try and leave it under 45 minutes i think i'm gonna go over slightly but i'm gonna answer just i'll, I'll do three i'm just gonna do three quick ones um i won't ask I won't put who they're by because I said they're anonymous and I don't want to throw someone under the bus. I'm not throwing them under the bus, but, you know, I don't think it's bad, but maybe they might, so who knows. So the first one was, can casein gain mass in the long run? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't... The answer... Not the answer. The question doesn't not not make sense, but it's sort of like asking, does any sort of... Um, like just whey protein, gain mass in the long run. I mean, the answer to in itself doesn't sort of make sense because it's just a byproduct of something you might need. It's sort of like the supplement argument all over again. I mean, casein is basically, if anyone doesn't know, it's a slow-releasing protein. Um, so will it may will it gain your muscle and mass in the long run? Well, yeah, absolutely, it will. I mean, you know, if that's what you need. I mean, maybe you. For, say for example a, a great argument for casein for people who might not know or the person asking the question say you know you're under your protein limit so let's just take me i i need the two 240 a day and i've hit 200 grams before bed and i'm just thinking well do you know what like there are more benefits of casein but th this is just one example say i think oh you know i need to take this 40 grams rather than me instantly hammer home like a a, a shake or you know 40 grams of protein before bed I could maybe take a a whey pro, uh, whey protein, it's a bit of casein protein, which is basically a, a a blend of protein that is slow releasing. So throughout the night, casein will slowly release throughout the night, and it'll just basically top up that protein needs for when you wake up in the morning. So yeah, mate. I mean, I mean, of course it'll help you. It's like asking if a whey protein will help you in the long run. I mean, yeah, it will. But then, you know, on the flip side, it's like sort of asking, you know, will will ten kilos of chicken you know help in the long run yeah of course it will i mean it's just it's all person specific as well you might not need a, a casein protein if you're you know hitting your calorie or your protein um requirements for the day so yeah it, i mean they are beneficial mate if, if that's sort of what you're asking providing that you know there's a place for it in your routine so yeah the next question is are you on steroids yeah fucking am i'll leave me alone no i'm not I'm actually not a steroids. If you listen to the previous podcast, I will. I, I I have briefly touched upon. I might go assisted at the end of the year. Not that it's like a set time for me to do that. I just I don't know. It's just could go on them now if I want, but I don't know. Just thought I leave it to the end of the year. I'm still. I want to get on stage 
Um, I want to be like I do. I enjoy, I fucking love bodybuilding. Like, I love the process. Like I, I mean, I say that I've not done it, but like I love watching people go through the process to the point where I'm like, I want to fucking do it. And I've done it for like ten plus years now. And everyone who's seen me around, you know, local Abergelly or you know, whoever knows me, but there's a few lads in Liverpool. They know how passionate I'm about bodybuilding, etc., etc. But they're like, well, get on stage, love. Like, get on stage and do it. I just haven't done it, and I think deep down what it is, I'm just scared to do shit. And I'd be like, well, I love bodybuilding, but I'm, I'm shit at it. When in actual fact, I know I'm not going to be shit. I just need to stop being, not being a pussy and do it. Basically, um, that's because to me, competing, not doing steroids. But obviously, if I'm competing, and then people are using steroids, then you know. I, it's, um, I can't really I mean I can stand on stage next to someone who's taking steroids but you know be a bit pointless wouldn't it I mean they're obviously going to be unless, unless you're just shit there are genetic freaks out there that probably you could stand next to and they don't take steroids but like they're like the absolute elite and very you know far far and few in between like and beyond even whatever they're saying is so yeah I'm going to wrap up well last question and then I'll wrap it up I've sort of already answered this but we'll go over it again when you go to the gym, how often can I train legs and when will I see results? Now, if you're still here and you listen to the segment of recovery, this is exactly the sort of reason as to why I've gone over it. Because it sort of covers most of the questions I get. So, when you go to the gym, how often can I train legs? Well, what can you recover from? How much are you doing in the gym? That is, you know, it's probably not the answer people want. They want, they want like three days and you're going to see results in two months. But I'm not going to give you the answer because it's not accurate. And I don't know whether you will. And I'm not going to sell you something that isn't true. You might see results quicker than that. But what are you recovering from? Do you know what I mean? Like, when you're training legs, I, I use a system of, um, it's, what they say, it's like DC, I think. It, it's basically low volume, meaning I don't do a lot of sets. I don't do a lot in the gym. But what I do in the gym is fucking intense. So that, for me, works the best. So... I only do two sets in the gym. Now, I know I can recover from that because, well, one, I know my body. And secondly, I'm not doing fucking like 10 sets on one exercise. That's just stupid in my opinion. So if you're going to the gym and you're doing like six exercises on squats because you think that the first three or four aren't fucking effective enough, then we'll just make them sets more effective and stop doing the extra two. Do you know what I mean? Like, that that's just my approach. Some people like high volume, but for me, just... If you're doing a top set, which this needs to be covered in a different segment, which I want to get on to with a guest, but why do you do two sets, Jay? I've recently, I've just uploaded someone on my story. Shout out to Jody Maxwell. She'll be fucking listening. She better have to be. Um, I've just put her on two sets of things, right? Because she's at a point where she knows how to take things to value. She, uh, uh, intensity is through the roof. Like, if I take a new client on and I give them two sets and they can't, they don't know how to train intensely, they're going to do two sets and they're going to be fucking horrendous. Now, when you get someone who can train intensely, often I'll get a client in with me and they can see how I train and they go, you're weird. And I go, yeah, I know. And I sort of thrive on that. But like, I'm a weirdo in the gym and I think most, you know, big bodybuilders or big lads or whoever has got a decent amount of size was a little bit weird in the head, I think, to want to do bodybuilding in the first place. It's a fucking weird sport anyway. But like, it's treacherous. Like, you're doing these sets, you're on a leg press or, you, you know... You, a hack squat or anything you find difficult in the gym and like you just know before you unrack the weight you're like this is gonna be shit like this is gonna be absolutely shite that is what i want i want you to be shitting yourself that when you unrack that weight you go here we go again can't be asked doing this that, that, that's a good sign rather than doing your first set sound second set yeah it's still sound third set yeah I, I, should i be feeling should i be feeling something at this point well you know, just do something on your first set that's that intense that you don't even want to really do anymore. I mean, the only reason I had to incorporate a back off set is not because I'm backing off and that it's easier. I'm doing it because I want to incorporate a varied rep range. So my top set, which I'm going into analogies now of, of training methodologies and what I use, but the top set is six to nine. It's at that lower rep range. It's getting me nice and strong in that rep range. And then the second set will be the only set I will do on the exercise. And the reason I do it is because I want to incorporate a higher rep range, as I've just as I've just mentioned. So I'll go six to nine and then maybe like a 10 to 15. And then that's it. People are like, two sets? What are you? Hold on, are you fucking doing four sets? Why? Why? Like, why? We've got the six to nine, we've got that lower rep range. And we've got the 10 to 15. It's just a varied rep range. I'm still fucking being strong in both. And I'm still taking both to fucking failure. 
to the point where if you train with me or you train with someone who knows how to train, go on a leg press and do heavy weight for six to nine reps and fail. Fucking fail in that rep range and then get off that and go, yeah, sound, I'll do another three or four sets of this. Bollocks. You'd be fucked. You only want to do your next set and then that's your final set then. That's when intensity, That that is what intensity is. So, well off the question. Probably gone over the 50 minute mark because I'm a prick. Um, so yeah, that how how often can you recover? That's what I'd say to you. So have a look at that. Um, you know, I definitely don't be doing legs every day because, like I say, we're breaking down the muscle tissue in the gym. That's it. Like recovering is literally what you're doing outside the gym. What are you feeding your body? How are you sleeping? Which is exactly why I've briefly covered them topics today. So it's just basic fundamental or fundamentals of 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 the gym and changing your physique and building muscle, pretty much. Uh, when will I see results? Is the the latter end of that question? Well, yet again, I, I, it's hard to give a one size fits all answer, and this is common because everyone wants results. Everyone wants to wake up tomorrow and look better. Ain't gonna happen. Sorry to burst that bubble. It's just not going to happen. We all know that it's like if you take up any new hobby, any new whatever, you know, you can't just wake up tomorrow and be professional at it. It's just not gonna work. So I mean, if you're a law student. A law student listen to me saying that now it's because personally who asked that question is a law student which i know if you want to be a lawyer you know you can't just wake up and then just read about law and then be a lawyer you've got to go and study it go and do it for years it takes a long time and the gym is no exception if anything it's even easier because you can see results pretty soon um but ideally you can definitely see results uh i'd say a minimum of three months like and you can see results really um, probably a little bit sooner even that but i mean i'm talking you really want to start seeing results and see changes in your strength and maybe a little bit of you know just a little bit of inflammation or a little bit of slight tissue maybe if you're new as well three months and, and onwards but don't look at it like that you, sh- you shouldn't be looking at that you should look at it as the long run like you say you shouldn't be a case if you get the results and then fuck it off you want to get results and just keep going and the, for me the bigger i've gone over the years the easier it's been like the easier it is, so I go in the gym now and I know I'm quite a big lad and I look at myself in the gym and go, fucking hell, I, I, it's easier now. Like when I first started, I was like, I just want to, you know, I just want to look good. I just want to, so that's why I've just got to start. So yeah, anyway, I'm going to wrap it up now because I've definitely topped over the hour, like 100% I have. Cause I just chat shit though and I just go on and on. All my clients will be laughing at that. Um, so yeah, the next podcast I'm hoping will air potentially at the end of this week. Today is Monday the 26th. I'm hoping it'll air before the end of the week. If not, it'll be next week. But the next guest I've got on, I'm, I'm excited to basically uh, to get them on. Um, I reckon it'll be be an interesting listen to for a lot of people. Um, I'll post out a little bit closer to the time on my socials so you can see who it is. I'll get we'll do Q and A's and I'm sure there'll be a few questions rolling in because um, they are quite a quite a a big not like hundreds of a million followers but you know they've got a decent following compared to me to say the least so yeah i'm gonna wrap that up here guys thank you so so much for tuning in again i hope you're still here and you haven't fucked off um otherwise i'm just speaking to myself which is pretty common anyway um so yeah thanks and i will see you in the next episode peace